Hey everybody, welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. And today I am joined by my good friend CT, who is recently, I have to say, become one of my favorite fitness ambassadors. You are doing phenomenal. I have to say, I'm very proud of everything you're doing. It's awesome. Well, yeah, I wanted to bring you on today because as we are now just days away from October, it's that dangerous time of year where there's so many parties, so much food, so many temptations. And a lot of people have a hard time this time of year. They don't know how to exercise willpower. They just eat, drink and be merry. And then all of a sudden there are those one of those that's in the gym on January 1st. So I wanted to chat with you today a little bit about that. And you're so involved with so many things that I think would be great to share with others who might want to get a little more prepared for this time of year. Yeah, of course. Of course. All right. Well, um, I guess we'll, yeah. Do you want me to start? Where do you want me to start with this? Well, actually, well, first and foremost, I wanted you to share a little bit about your relationship with Urban Flow in St. Pete and how that is, they're such a great company. I'm so glad that I've had the chance to meet with them. So I wanted to share a little bit about them and specifically for people in Tampa Bay, how they can seek out alternatives to save calories and cut back on alcohol and still enjoy the party. Yeah, totally. Um, so I have been privileged to work with Mike and Caitlin um, over at Urban Flow officially, I guess now for about four months. Um, been going there ever since I started my sobriety journey at the beginning of this year. I, you know, started with Dry January, like everyone else who does mm-hmm. this, but I decided to make it more of a thing. Um, and for me, it was specifically about the calories. It was about the intake I was bringing into my body versus the output I wanted, the calories in, calories out that a lot of people preach about when they talk about their diet. Um, Beer is a killer, not just because the alcohol, which that's a big part of it. It destroys your muscle metabolism and all that, but just calories. I was drinking 300 calorie IPAs regularly. And so I met Mike and Caitlin and um, our relationship grew. And since then I've got my shirt on now. they are sponsoring my races. So recently I did uh, a triathlon, my second triathlon down on Fort DeSoto and, you know, rep their, rep their company with this really cool shirt. It basically kind of shows all the different elements that we have there. We have functional mushrooms. We have non-alcoholic beer, non-alcoholic wine. We are Florida's first non-alcoholic bottle shop. So mm-hmm. what is that? It's like a liquor store, but no liquor. You know, we have mm-hmm. functional mushrooms, functional herbs. We have CBDs. We have legal THC. We have non-alcoholic beers and wines and cocktails. And so um, for me, it has been just like the the piece I needed to that puzzle. Um, I love the social aspect of, of drinking and having something in my hand and ticking that beer on untapped and a place like uh, Urban Flow has given me the opportunity to find new beers. Like this one is out of the UK and it's called Sorbetto. It tastes like an Italian, like sorbet. Sorbet. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's quite, uh, quite delicious. So like, you know, you still have the options to drink delicious things and not feel like the weirdo. And I recognize, I recognize that like, that statement's a loaded statement of like, should we feel like a weirdo if we're at a party being sober? No, we should not. But mm-hmm. society, TV, advertisements, magazines, influencers, 
make you feel like a weirdo. Like everywhere you turn, there's a bus driving by with a gin advertisement or a liquor or, you know, let's get, you know, twisted on this, you know, twisted teas. Mm -hmm. it's, it's everywhere. It's pervasive. It really people is. are watching, you know, people are watching sports where we're watching these finely tuned athletes uh, run through a script or whatever you want to call it and do these amazing athletic feats. And then they're like sponsored by Miller Lite. And you're like, really? Do you think anyone on the field in these perfect specimens of humans is like drinking like a heavy? No, they're not. They're drinking water. They're like, their diet's so curated. But <laughs> so, not all reason, of them though. You'd be surprised. Yeah, I've seen yeah. some football players throw down. <laughs> this, this is true. But I mean, as a general health thing, alcohol is just, it's everywhere. And so urban flow has given me the opportunity to be present with my friends. Obviously I'm not going to all the beer parties that I used to, because it's just different. I don't want to drink all that beer, but like a big difference is these beers, while they still have tons of flavor, since you remove the alcohol, the calories drop significantly. These, these sour beers and IPAs go from 300 calories down to 70, 60. That's great. And so I, I don't feel guilty drinking them. And you know, you mentioned um, the holiday season, and part of that also is uh, is that holidays, you know, you've got Halloween where people buying candy and dressing up and starting their drinking. You know, it's getting cold in a lot of places, not in Florida, but a lot of places mm -hmm. are starting to get cooler and see the leaves change. Then we have Thanksgiving, and then we have Christmas, and then New Year's. It's like four of the bigger three of the biggest drinking holidays. Right. And for us beer folk right now is Oktoberfest, which is another big drinking holiday. And so I'm actually this weekend going to go up to the shop. I've got some later hose in here in my closet and I'm going to dress up in that. And you can see my little Oktoberfest hat. Right I see here. that hanging up. Yeah. So I'm going to be wearing that and, uh, you know, just have a little fun with it, trying to still be, you know, enjoying life and mm -hmm. not cutting the fun out, but being more responsible with it. Exactly. And being social. It's funny. I was just thinking as you were talking, when I kind of first started out, I didn't really announce to everybody that I had given up alcohol. I was, I was very quiet about it. And part of the reason was because I was actually being judged by so many people and I just didn't want to hear it. You know, I don't, I go to events and for whatever reason, people feel the need to point you out and make a big deal that you're not drinking and ask you a million questions. And it just, it got, it got old for a while. So I would often go to places. I might have a virgin drink or whatever and still post. And I like, for example, I went to a place, a taco place, and it was all about tequila. So they, I told them, cause it was far away. I said, listen, I need you to make these drinks without alcohol because I am driving and I'm not, you know, I, even if I was drinking, I wouldn't have done that anyway. I've always been very responsible with that. But I was promoting it like I was drinking. And then after a while, I thought, why, why did I do that? You know, was it that important to go and get a meal? You know what I'm saying? I should have just been more upfront with it. So after that experience, I started just being very vocal about not drinking. And mm -hmm. I have found, and I'm sure you have too, that you go to a lot of places and it is a challenge to get a lot of these products that you can find at Urban Flow. People are slowly 
slowly coming around. And that's my biggest dream is that we'll start to see more varieties of non-alcoholic beer, for example, available at restaurants. You know, I go to a pizza place. I don't care what you say. Beer goes phenomenal with pizza. And they might have like an O'Doul's or something, which I don't want to drink. It's terrible. But it would be nice to see like an athletic brewing company or even the um, Bud Zero is is not is really not bad. You know, I'm hoping to see that. It's one of those self-fulfilling prophecies. A lot of these restaurants, they have the worst option ever as their Mm non-alcoholic option. And they don't sell it because it's not good. And then they're like, see, non-alcoholic beers don't sell. And you're like, because it's terrible. Like, you're over here with 16 different pizza options and you have one, I don't know. And like, a recent study just came out uh, saying that the non-alcoholic drink market, so all the beverages we carry at Urban Flow, is is on pace to hit a trillion dollar industry by 2030. Obviously, it's a little bit of a ridiculous number. But long and short, people are switching, mm-hmm. not necessarily fully, but to some form of a responsible non-alc space. Mm-hmm. Whether they're only drinking one night a month, one night a week, something like that, focusing on the craft of the cocktail, you know, using herbs, you know. And that's the thing. For me, it's not just about, oh, I gave up on this day. I'm this many days sober. I, I've had a, a shot of whiskey between now and then I've had a beer between now and then because I was celebrating or whatever, but it's not, for me, it's not the legalistic number for me. It's about the conscious replacement of the calories, the conscious replacement of the mind altering alcohol poison. And so I'm not as dogmatic with that yet. Maybe I'll get to that point where I'm completely forsworn off all alcohol. I've trimmed a lot out. I've given a lot of whiskey away. I had a pretty extensive bourbon collection and, I'm just trying to get it out of my place. I just don't want to look at it every day. And so it was a central focal point of my living room. And now it's, it's not, I've been, mm-hmm. when guests come and stay, I'm like, here, do you want, I know it's open, but do you want a bottle of bourbon? And they're like, <laughs> sure. I'm like, right. yeah, take this out of, take this away. So um, yeah, Urban Flow, it, it, you know, they have these amazing options and going around St. Pete, St. Pete is a pretty friendly mocktail town. We did a Mm -hmm. mocktail walk this past weekend where we started on one (laughs) side of central and just walked. It was super hot. So I actually met in the middle, but um, we had like, I think eight or nine different locations that were offering mocktails and varieties that to encourage people to just have fun and be safe. And um, you know, we're in the process of allowing these places to not just have the one offer Mm -hmm. to have multiples, whether it's non-alcoholic wine, whether it's non-alcoholic beer, whatever it is showing people that they can coexist with the normies of, Mm -hmm. of the drinking world. And, you know, a big catchphrase right now is representation matters um, in every way, shape and form. Obviously Mm -hmm. a lot of people, gender, race, whatever, but, people that have made the active choice or have been forced to make the choice to stay away from alcohol. It's tough sometimes to be social with, with friends when you don't feel heard, when you don't feel seen. I just had a conversation with one of my good friends this past weekend. There was a big beer event over in Tampa and they were like, Hey, are you coming to this? I'm like, why would I go to that? It's a 50 minute drive. Mm -hmm. It's sure. I'd see friends. But there are no non-alcoholic offerings. And the the space where it was at actually actively makes fun of the non-alcoholic space. 
Oh, like, you'll have to tell me that? who that is offline yeah. later. <laughs> yeah, like, wh- why would I go into that when I know it is completely targeted, not only not at me, but against me, making fun of me with their t-shirts and stuff, which don't get me wrong, I've been in that space, I've made fun of that, and I've been that jerk, but like, why, why would I go to that? Like, why would I go to that when I can go here into a mocktail walk where people are embracing it? Like, right. there's, I don't know, and like, yes, I miss my friends, but like... It's just not worth it anymore nowadays. That's so like, you know, a common catchphrase we say is it's closed minded. It's, it's restrictive. And at the end of the day, businesses are made to make money. Uh, there, there may be some philanthropic outreach. There may be some, you know, passive goal that the owners have. Sure. But at the end of the day, they've got to make money or else they can't stay open. Mm-hmm. And what we're seeing right now is a wave of, of, of demand for non-ALK. Mm-hmm. And right now, Athletic is riding that wave. They're the, going to be the number 15 brewery in America, not just out, not out, all breweries, because they are available the most. Mm-hmm. You know, um, all the big boys, uh, Budweiser, Miller, all them, they're upping their Corona, Guinness. They're all upping their zero zero offerings mm-hmm. because they see that they're losing money and they're scared of losing money. They were scared of losing money in the craft business. 10 years ago. So they started buying up craft breweries. Now they're selling those off and they're focusing on non-alk. It's they're following the money and plain and simply these restaurants and bars that don't follow this wave are losing money. And at the end of the day, ones and zeros, they're they're losing, you know? Mm -hmm. And so us that are, you know, we that are trying to be better with our alcohol consumption and caloric intake and all that, like, Hopefully we get a benefit from this. Right, right. I will say, I think um, one of my favorite non-alcoholic beers is the Corona. It really does taste pretty darn close. I gave it to a friend of mine. It actually does. It does. Yeah, I gave it to a friend of mine. It was like a blind tasting. She had no idea. She loves Corona and she Mm -hmm. swears to me she had no idea that it was non-alcoholic. So I would love to, I haven't seen it yet at any restaurants. I'm hoping soon, especially some of the, you know, Taco Tuesday. It'd be kind of cool to see that. I'm sure it'll be coming. I haven't been getting out as much as I would like to lately. I've, I've been a little busy with work, but you know, if you know of any places that have it, let me know. I only really see Heineken zero as the only other offering aside from maybe like a no duels or something. I haven't seen any others anywhere. Yeah. We, um, the country bar downtown St. Pete has the zero zero Guinness Heineken double zeros. That's silly goose. I know mm-hmm. green bench carries some good, uh, carries athletic, the new brewery opened Golden Isle. They're going to have a pretty good non-out selection. Um, so it's 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 cropping up. Um, I uh, funny enough, we worked Mike and I from from Urban Flow. We worked mm-hmm. the brews, bands, and something else. Bar- was festival. it barbecue? No, it was at Amelie a couple weeks ago. It was like inside okay. bolts, brews, and bands. Yes, or something I like that. know exactly. And we were the designated driver table. We were the sober table. And, you know, we were unloading with all these other breweries and people kind of looking at us like, oh, you're doing non-out stuff. And we're like, yeah, we are. And I cannot tell you how many, because I wasn't counting, but I'm, I heard from several paying customers tell us that the beer we had was their favorite beer of the whole night. We were serving this beer from Brutalist King State called Florida Showers and Six Toes, which is a sour IPA and a sour. And literally, there were people that were coming back for it. 
And then after they were at it, like, wait, this is not, I don't want non-alcoholic. You're like, you just said you <laughs> loved it. And they're like, what? The one I drank was non-alcoholic. Like mm-hmm. everything on this table is non-alcoholic. And they're like, but it tasted good. And I'm like, exactly. Like mm-hmm. there is good. And so it's been kind of cool to see that. It's cool to see the change. So cheers to yeah, more of that. Absolutely. In fact, Urban Flow was my very first experience trying Athletic Brewing Company. They were at the brunched event, which Creative Loafing hosts every year. And I just remember going into the event thinking, I'm going to be surrounded by Bloody Marys and mimosas. And like, those are two drinks that I have always loved. Like, those two, you know, they just go hand in hand with brunch. And I was a little worried, but I have to say when I found their table, it just really brought a huge smile to my face because they had bellinis and mimosas and everything Mm -hmm. was, I forget the name of the winery. It's from Italy. It really is one of the better ones I've tried. And I, I need to make it over to urban flow to pick up a bottle or two, but yeah, I've only been there once. And, um, I had a hard time deciding it's very easy to get lost in all of their selections. They have done a phenomenal job, but yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So like what I always try to tell people is, you know, I get a lot of people that reach out to me and like, how, how have you been so consistent for the last year of not drinking and eating good and working out? And the thing is, is you with anything in life, you have to start somewhere and it does take your body a while to get used to it. I was going through, I don't know what it took me a while. It took me about three months to lose 10 pounds because I did it I did it the smart way. I didn't want to do any crash diets. I just tried to start introducing things into my life that were healthier. And then once I got into a rhythm, it just flowed from there. And now I tell everybody I'd rather eat my calories than drink them because I love food. And, you know, I haven't struggled with anything. I'm I'm happier as far as physically than I think I've I've been in quite some time. And I love it. It's it's there's just options and it's fun and I love discovering new products and I've met an incredible community of people. I actually had someone reach out to me the other day. They're planning um, and we'll talk offline about this, but they're looking for a place in the Tampa Bay area that will hold <laughs> your cat 30 people. <laughs> yeah, your cat giddy. wants to be on. Giddy is a camera camera person. So she's How all about funny. it. Sorry. No, that's Likes okay. That's okay. But yeah, it was just, it was kind of cool that someone reached out to me from another state saying, like, I've been watching your journey. We're hosting this event in November and then another one, I think in January. And I thought, this is really cool. I'm excited about this and to meet some other people that are flying into Tampa for this, this event. But yeah, I, I tell everybody just, you know, plan ahead. If you know you're going to a party, it's like a house party and you don't want to drink, bring something with you that's non-alcoholic. So you don't, it's sad yep. that we have to do that in a way. It's like, who cares if you're not drinking? But it's just easier. It's, it helped me get through it. And then all I mean, of a sudden you don't care anymore. You just, you're proud to is, not drink. <laughs> it is sad, but at the same time, flip it around. If you plan on drinking, like if, if you're going to a party and you want to drink, if you, like I was a picky drinker. I didn't want to drink Bud Light. I didn't want to drink tea, like <laughs> just plain vodka. I'm a, bougie person i wanted to drink good beer and good liquor so i had to plan like when i was showing up to a party i would bring my own six pack 12 pack whatever i want to drink because i'm not going to drink theirs i'd bring some for the host too but like i had to plan ahead to have alcohol so why would i expect not to have to plan ahead like it'd be nice and if the whole world catered to me but you know they don't so i you know 
why is it any different? You know, if I show up to a party not wanting to drink, why should I expect someone to cater to me? Like, I, like you said, plan ahead. Bring the bring the four pack. Bring the six pack that you want. Mm-hmm. Bring what you want to share with friends. Bring a twelve pack because at the end of the day, if it's a good enough product, share it with a friend. Especially right. some of the functional drinks out there, the social tonics, the things that are encouraging people to have get loose but not be drunk. Those are a great thing to share because maybe your friend doesn't want to drink, but they're drinking because that's their only option and they didn't plan ahead. The more we plan, the better we can help our friends. And that's what friends are for. Right. And so it's like, you know, at the end of the day, yes, there's always going to be a person like, I don't want anything non-alcoholic like that. You're duping me. And it's like, okay, dude, I I wasn't trying to give it to you anyway. Like I'm trying to encourage (laughs) people who might be stuck in the cycle of work all week, drink all weekend post about, you know, how great it is. You can finally have wine down time at five o'clock or it's five o'clock somewhere. Like we get in this cycle and we wonder why we hate work. We wonder why we hate all of this. And, mm-hmm. you know, that leads to your, your initial question of like, what's going on in my life? My goal was to try and break those cycles, break that right. cycle of, okay, it's Friday. I'm going to hit breweries Saturday. I'm hung over, but I'm going to get it going. Yeah. It's Sunday. I'm really hung over, but I have one more day of freedom. And it's like, no, like the human body is capable of so much more than poisoning and trying to repair itself every week. Like, it's true. And that's, that's where my stuff has come in. Like with urban flow, giving me the replacement that I needed. Um, I've been able to get into a great cadence this summer. I went between jobs and so I had a lot of free time. I call it little fun employment and I could have wallowed, but I spent that time really focusing. I got a, I got a coach um, who teaches me how to swim because I am doing triathlons now and everyone's weak spot is swimming. Why not make that my best spot? And so working on that, um, started biking regularly with Mike and with some other folks on Fridays, we biked to Causeway and walking more, working out every day and really looking at my diet. What what, uh, not just what I'm drinking, whether it has alcohol or not, but actually looking at the ingredient list and like, mm. if you can't pronounce it, why are you putting it inside of you? I get it that sometimes we have to have a medicine or whatever, but like Americans rely on pharma for everything. Mm-hmm. We just believe everything we're told and it's not true. Food is medicine and urban flow. I'm working with one of my coworkers there to take the list of, of, all the herbs and nutrients that I think I need, the multivitamins, everything like that, how can I get it without having to take a pill? Whether it's, you know, a, a vegan replacement shake that I drink or whether it's, you know, uh, honey or like Manuka honey or whether it's um, a ginger turmeric shot that I take in the morning or, you know, whatever it is, like looking at like, okay, your body probably should have this mushroom, these adaptogens, these nootropics, all these words that we've made up and put on cans to make people buy things there are elements that are part of that. And so I'm working with her. She's a, she's an herbalist. And so I'm trying to make sure I'm a big guy. I need to make sure I'm maintaining my protein, maintaining my caloric intake for my uh, basil. But like, it's so much more than just eating a piece of bread. Like we need to look at what's in it. And so that's another thing urban flow is really helping with, but I'm mixing that in with my working out and um, the big thing for me this holiday. So this will be my first, sober stretch 
Yeah. For me, it's not, it's not like a triggering thing. I know a lot of people have that triggering element of like, I'm going to be with family. I'm going to be with this. I have to have a drink. And I'm not even downplaying that. That is real. Like mm-hmm. one of my friend's girlfriend spends a lot of time with his family and his family is very pro-alcohol, which is great. They're in the most drinking state in America, if anyone knows that trivia. Wh- um, which one is it? Oh, Wisconsin. I, w- I was thinking that. Okay. Makes sense. And uh, <laughs> sometimes it's hard because when she shows up to these events, she used to be that girl with the drink in her hand and now she's not. And whether it's on her or whether it's on the family, we don't know. But like the fact that like there are options now to show up to, you know, it could be a Hyo with just some functional mushrooms. It could be, you know, an ashwagandha L-theanine drink. It could be a non-alcoholic beer, whatever it is. You're still, and it's not like, oh, you're part of the club. It was peer pressure. No, it's just something that makes us feel comfortable. And if it makes right. you feel comfortable and allows you to be yourself, why are we knocking it? Why are we making fun okay. of these people? Like, you know, like it, it's just tough. We, we've spent so much time spinning our wheels saying we need to accept everybody, which is great. We need to love everybody. But like, then we sit there and make fun of people for having a non-alcoholic beer. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, I was that person when I was a bartender, I used to, when someone would come in the door and I knew that they didn't drink, I would think to myself, oh great, I'm not getting a tip from this person. And I was like that for many years because that's how I was conditioned to believe it. I remember when Mm -hmm. I first started bartending, this bartender who was my manager at the time, he used to, every time someone would walk in the door, he'd say, oh, here comes orange juice over there or here comes whatever. He knew from the minute they walked in the door what they were going to order to drink and how much they were going to tip. And that just became my a fun little game I played, you know, and I used to oh, yeah. laugh at people. You don't want to drink? Like, why are you in a bar? And yeah, it's, I mean, hey, I was, I was that person. I will say this though. The one thing that really bothers me is people that act like they drink on social media and they don't. There's an influencer I know who has never had a drop of alcohol and she's out there posting about beer and promoting it and she does not drink. I'm like, are you that thirsty? You got to do that. Anyway, it's just a little pet peeve of mine. Exactly. Just be who you are. Don't lie about it. And and for me, it's it's tough. (laughs) I was was deep in the beer game and I miss Mm -hmm. a lot of my friends in that and it's just, but I'm very vocal. Like I'm, I know some people want to just have the, have the can in their hand and they don't want it to say non-alcoholic anywhere. Like that's the nice thing about this mash game can. It doesn't scream non-alcoholic. When you look at that, it looks like a normal beer. It's a good looking can. You know, (laughs) but at the end of the day, some people want that. For me, I'm proud. I'm proud that I was able to kick this, this, super expensive, super caloric habit. I'm proud that I was able to turn that corner. And so I want people to ask, cause I want, I'm, I'm a maven in that I love being the knowledgeable person, but I'm also a salesperson in that I like spreading that knowledge. And so I want someone to ask so I can tell them, let me mansplain yeah. to you why there's non-alcoholic beer and what the difference between non-alc and alcohol free is. <laughs> let me, let me, let me tell you about this. And you know, it's, it's, I'm just a technical nerd. And like, it's funny people, people even harp on that. They're like, I mean, you're not alcoholic, but that says it's 0.5%. And I'm like, all right, let me just pause you right there, bucko. It's not a linear path. A B is so having, 
10.5% beers is not the same as having one 5% beer. Sure, the amount of alcohol in your body is the same, but the way your body processes it when you distribute it slower is a lot different than if you shotgun it or if you do it 50% or whatever. There's a big difference in how our bodies react. Second, if you've ever eaten a ripe banana, you've had 0.5% because bananas are between 0.4 and 0.6% alcohol when they're ripe. I didn't know that. If you've ever had... Yeah, if you've ever had rye bread or wheat, whole wheat grain uh, bread, they have alcohol in it. If you've ever eaten an old orange or drank old orange juice, it's got alcohol in it. Like (laughs) alcohol is a product of yeast and sugar. It's going to happen. So, you know, these purists, I get it. Some people are very triggered by any amount and I'm not judging them. What I am judging right now is the naysayers that are like, you're not even non-alcoholic. That has 0.5. Like, come on, lay off. That's ridiculous, honestly. We're, but I, yeah. we're making waves. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, I know I know you're on a little bit of a time crunch. It's got to get going. But there has never been a better time than now to start exploring alcohol-free options. I think, you know, in today's world, there are so many fun products that you can try. And what mm-hmm. I also like to tell everybody we're getting ready. We're coming into that holiday season. Don't be the person that waits until January to start getting serious about health. Start now. Take baby steps. You yep. can avoid gaining that holiday weight if you just start now. Start slowly. Start with walking or something because you know how it is. It's the same thing every year. January, the gyms are crowded. It lasts about a month here in Tampa. Once Gasparilla hits, they're they're gone. But it really is a good time and you're, you're going to feel yep. better. And it is kind of for me when you are working out, it makes you feel better about yourself and you don't want to waste any of your efforts, you know, by consuming too many sweets or indulging in too many drinks. You, you start to really slow down and think about it and it does help. So now's the time to get, to get started. Anyways, yeah. I mean, <laughs> just the, my e- the easiest way, the easiest way to lose that 10 pounds in January is to not gain it in December. Exactly. Like, exactly. Plan it simply. And like you said, plan it, like I said, plan ahead because here's the thing. We, we all have holiday parties. We have new year's, we have Thanksgiving, we have stressor moments. Mm -hmm. And if you show up to one of these saying, I want to do better, I don't want to drink hard and you don't have an alternative, we're human. We're going to, we, we get stressed and we look Mm -hmm. for the easiest way out sometimes. And that could be alcohol, could be drugs. And if you're planning now, it's still September. We still got some time. Go into a place like Urban Flow. We're in we're in Tampa Bay, St. Petersburg, mm-hmm. and you know that. But I know Indiana has an amazing bottle shop. New York has a bunch of them. LA they is do. covered with them right now. Go in and go to some samples. Try some different liquors that are non-alcoholic to see what you like. That way, you know ahead of time, so you're not trying to figure it out last minute. That way, you can see. You know, what does ashwagandha do to me? Does it actually help with my social anxiety? What about cordyceps? Do I get energy from that? Like get your body chemistry under wraps now Mm -hmm. so that when you go to the parties later, you know what you need. Maybe, maybe, maybe you want a high-o and um, maybe you want an element or whatever the drinks is. Get your combo, get your mix. I have my mix. I had a Rockaway energy drink today in the middle. Cause I have 4 AM or 4:45 swims on Wednesday. So I had my Rockaway energy in the middle of the day. I love that drink literally made a post about it because every ingredient I can pronounce. I love it. I need it's to all try organic. It. Yeah. It's delicious. And they have like energy, sleep, calm, immunity, and defense. So it's like, okay. that's the thing. So you get, get what you need now 
So you're ready. You're prepared. Semper Paratus, right? It's the motto of the Boy Scouts. I love it. I love it. Well, now tell everyone how they can find and follow you on social media because you, you've got some interesting stuff going on, I have to say. I, I enjoy your yeah. <laughs> your sunsets and sunrises, all the stuff you do. Yeah, so I'm, 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 I wanted to spread my posts around. I realized when I had a beer account, I have a beer account and I have a fitness account. And there's a lot of beer accounts that go through these fitness waves. Like you say in January, I'm losing all this weight. They start posting all these push-up videos and you're like, dude, I follow you because you're a beer account. Like I don't <laughs> right. want to see you do push-ups. Yeah. Or you follow a travel account and all of a sudden they start posting nothing but hot dogs and beer. And you're like, I mean, I want to see sunrises, you know, like, so I made the conscious decision to kind of spread mine around. And so right now, um, like on the back of my shirt, it says uh, at CT dot in my shoes. And that's a throwback to or a throw to the uh, before you judge a man, walk a mile in his shoes. Mm -hmm. And my hope with my fitness channel is to say, I'm not some eight pack wearing, you know, person who sprints triathlons. I walk them. I don't call it running a race. I call it racing because I don't run. I walk them, but everyone can do it. And, you know, you can start from where I am, sit in the back. We call it party in the back for a reason. And so walk a mile in people's shoes before you judge that guy who's sweating on the treadmill. He's on the treadmill. She's on the stair stepper. Like give her benefit right. of the doubt here. Right. And so CT in my shoes is my fitness account. That's where you'll see me right now. I'm on a sunrise streak. Uh, I think I'll be, uh, I did 60 today and uh, trying to challenge myself to wake up earlier. Um and I then on the other that. side, oh yeah, it, it changed the worst. your life. I'm the worst. Um, on the other, <laughs> on the other side, I had Journey of Brews. Um, that's my beer account, and basically my thought there was I was between jobs, and so this was my job, my Journey of Brews. I was hitting breweries um, before I quit the alcohol side of things. I went to fourteen hundred fourteen breweries. Mm -hmm. I've had nineteen thousand unique beers on Untapped. I've spent a lot of money and time planning out trips. And you know, last New Year's I did a road trip to Jacksonville through Miami, and I hit I think twenty eight breweries in four days or something. Wow. Thirty one breweries. It's just it's just the way I am. And so my journey brews. But now. That page has been adjusted to a non-alcoholic, a non-out space of Journey of Beers because our Journey of Brews because when I met with Mike and Caitlin, Mike has amazing knowledge with CBD, with THC, with functional side of things. We have our herbalist, but the beer space, you know, is a little bit you know kind of gray area. And so I've been working with him with some of our local breweries with some of our local spots to really increase our beer knowledge. We did a beer class. Um, because I don't want to just throw away that experience. I think, like we said, that wave coming in, there, there's a need for the beer knowledge to be there exactly. and to help the other beer nerds move from alcohol to non-alcohol. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can follow me either spot. Um, okay. You'll see my the cat that you saw jump in. She actually has her own Instagram. So um, <laughs> you'll see you'll see her make guest appearances. You'll see, you know, hopefully I really want to get out and fork fork one of these restaurants with you one of these days. But I'm good at you know. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're just forking around and I love it. So I know. Um yeah, and and you know, I'm looking right now at trying to figure out my race calendar. I know you just did the PB PB and J run, yeah. Yeah, that was fifteen K. I'm looking at the ten K for rolling oats and then I'm trying I'm thinking the Clearwater half marathon um is gonna be 
something I'm targeting. End of and January. Then probably, yeah, end of January. And then probably and then in between the coffee pot, turkey trot, 5K. So okay. I don't know. Just kind of looking around right now, but you'll see me in my bright yellow shirt as I as I'm in the back and you're done well before me. I'll be the one dying on the way in and that won't be it. I'll be shotgunning <laughs> the beer in the parking lot because it's my tradition to shotgun a beer. You have so. to, you have to. And beer does taste so good after a race, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Like that's the one time I was never a big beer drinker, but I would always crave it after running and all of these wonderful race organizations in Tampa Bay do a fantastic job with having plenty of beer after and great mm-hmm. sponsors like Three Daughters Brewery and things like that. Well, I will be um, in Clearwater too. I'm planning on doing the full marathon. So unless I get injured or something, knock on wood, I plan on being there on January 28th. So yes, I am. Awesome. Yeah, I just started my my official training. But anyway, thank you very much. I know you have an event to go to, so I hope you have a great time. I can't wait to hear about it. And you're welcome. And everyone else, guys, don't forget, follow me on Instagram at Tracy Forks Around Town. And I have to correct myself. um, My YouTube channel is Forking Around Town. I think last time I said Tracy Forks Around Town, but I kept it the same as a podcast because that's where you can find all of these podcasts. And I'm very, very, very late to the party. But please go to YouTube and subscribe because I need you to. (laughs) It's new. I've only got a few videos up, but I'm trying. So, yes, YouTube Forking Around Town. Thank you, CT. Have a great time. I can't wait to chat with you and hear about your event. And everybody, we'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. 